0: yo what's good y'all welcome back to another episode of the cozy corner you're back at it again man your host here cozy boy Don in the building boy kenny mac in the building you know what i'm saying we back for another episode um we got playoffs today man playoffs been happening it's been fun a lot of whole whole lot of fun bro uh, what you thinking about the playoffs so far? You think this is going to be one of the best playoffs we've had in probably want to say the past, like, five, six years? <laughs> like, com- competition-wise in-, in regards to, like, the competitiveness of it? Yeah. I'd
1: say just in regards to not knowing who's going to actually go to the finals. hmm yeah. But, yeah. Okay. A lot of question marks.
0: It's a whole, whole lot of question marks, but uh, we're gonna start with the first question mark. You know what I'm saying? They finished up game two yesterday. They had the first game on Saturday, the Utah Jazz and the Dallas Mavericks series is tied one to one. I think Utah still has home court uh, from stealing game one on the road. Um, Utah lost game two last night. Um, Jalen Brunson had 41. Did you watch? How much of that game did you watch, or were you like tuned into the Sixers game?
1: I mean I was watching my phone, but I think I pretty much watched most of it.
0: Mm-hmm. Probably came in at the end of the first. Yeah, so for me, I watched probably that whole game. I by the time I got home, the Sisters game was at the end of the first quarter and then I made some food throughout the second quarter and it was halftime, time and the game was probably out of reach by then. So I was like, Yeah, I don't really care about that game no more. So, um I switched over to the Dallas game. Game was lit, it was fun. It was a whole lot of fun. Uh, Jalen Brunson came out the gate hot. Hot. He had like 18 in the first quarter. Cooking. And In contrast to game one uh, for Dallas, they wanted to speed up the pace of the game. They did that really well. They got up a ton of threes. Like a ton. I'm going to look this up to make sure I have the accurate number. But I'm pretty sure, like, it was just on attempts, the They doubled up Utah, which was key. Because... Utah is a really hot and cold shooting team, and they put up a hell of a lot of threes. So, in game two, let's see. Let's go to stats. Where is it at? Boom, 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 boom,
1: boom. If was any question of much about giving him his bag this summer. He just
0: secured it. So, Dallas got up a grand total. Guess how many threes they put up? <laughs> they put up 47 threes. They, sh- they made 22 of them, which is 46%. Utah only put up 29, and they made 11. So they doubled them up on threes. Like, they had twice as many threes as Utah. And with a higher-paced game, it was going to happen. You know what I'm saying? Maxi Kleber hit eight threes. Spencer he chipped in with 17. He hit, well, he only made one
1: down uh, like 7 he hit Mhm.
0: He was 8 for 11 from 3. And those were all his shots. All his shots were he hit a, he made uh 8 threes. He took 11 shots and all 11 of them were threes. And he made one free throw. Yeah, he didn't he didn't score a single point.
1: Jack, you know how to pass
0: <sighs> that rock. Um but going forward in this series, right, with the first two games, the first game I think the difference was the, the pace was slower. Um, Utah is going to continue to kill Dallas on the boards just because of they have sides with Rudy and Hassan, and you have to put two bodies on them just because they're so much taller than everybody else to try to get rebounds. So I assume that they're going to get more – they're going to continue to dominate the boards, but I think the pace of the game is going to really matter if Luka is still not playing because <clears> – <throat> In the first game, when the game was slowed down a little bit, um, in the half court, Dallas's offense was muddy because, like, Luka is the engine, and if the pace is slower, he can create things with the time running down. He's just that elite. But Jalen Brunson isn't Luka. Dimity isn't Luka. So that's really the difference. You got to speed up the game, and I don't know. But if Luka's not playing going forward, who do you think is going to win this series? Utah. Utah and how many games? Luka Mhm.
1: six.
0: Okay. Okay. See with, with them going home, I'm expecting them when they go home to get those two cuz I'm expecting them to hit a bunch of threes. I don't expect them to continue to be cold from threes. So I would say if Luka don't play, if he don't come back, then I would say Utah and it's tough because Dallas sit down to play defense, bro. Man, they sit down and play defense. Dorian Finney-Smith did a great job last night. Um, I would say Utah. I would agree with you. Utah on six. I think if Luka don't play, then they can get another one. Um, they could possibly get uh, – I could say they would win a game five. Um, yeah, that's where I'm at with it. If Luka does play, though, where is this at with you? I I would say the same (laughs) I would definitely say the same Uh, Moving on from that series Right We had probably The game of the day in the series Of the first round We stand in the west you got Minnesota And (laughs) Memphis right Um, Mm -hmm. Memphis has the game one uh, Lead They won game one on Saturday They play later on tonight What did you think of that first game yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, Minnesota is up 1-0. Um, they play tonight. What do you think of the game one? What did you like? What did you see that you liked from Memphis or uh, Minnesota? And what do you see going forward? So we have to that Philly game
1: at six. That next game, so we was on the road during that game. But but mm-hmm. for, for the most part, what I've seen is like Minnesota got up got up on them early.
0: Yeah, they did. So,
1: they got up on them early. It was like, Memphis fighting back now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I didn't really see that game. That's probably the least game I saw.
0: So okay, so for that one, I would say the pace played a big part in it too. Um, the pace play because both of these seems like to run. Um, the, the biggest thing to me was the you. I don't know how Memphis is gonna rely on somebody outside of Jaw to get him a bucket on a given possession you know, whereas you have two different, two options, damn it, three, if D-Lo don't play like he played before in game one, in game going to the rest of the series. Like I said before, I think, like I said, like I told you, you said you wasn't betting on uh, uh, Minnesota. I said they can beat Memphis, for real, if they match up with them, just because Memphis is a good team, but playoff-wise and the matchups that they're in, I don't know if, like, Jaron Jackson is going to have to guard Cat. If Steven Adams isn't on the floor or Brandon Clark, either one of them, I don't think they can really stop him. They can block a few shots and do things like that, but I don't think they can actually stop him. And then you got to do Anthony Edwards on the perimeter too, and he had 36. <laughs> He's just out there killing. He stepped up on the defensive end too. Um, Malik Beasley played a big part in that one too. He had like 20 – I think he had 21 off the bench. Um and they, they really got up and down. They sat down to play defense, and I, I just think I think Minnesota's going to win this one probably in six or seven um, just based off of the fact that I don't I can't rely on anybody on Memphis outside of Ja in the half court to get a bucket, like create their own shot. Like Dylan Brooks, he can create his own shot, but I'm not betting on Dylan Brooks. Desmond Bain is more of a catch-and-shoot kind of guy. Jaron Jackson, same, things like that. But – that's just me. I'm not saying that that's true, that's false, nothing like that. But It's just game one. I want to see what adjustments are going to be made. But I was leaning towards going Minnesota anyway before the series even started just because I like the matchup. And I like how potent Minnesota is offensively. Yeah. You've definitely
1: been backing up Minnesota mm-hmm. ever since we were talking about that. Really before that, but since we started going into it on that plane you mm-hmm. been back in Minnesota now. You right? I said I ain't put no faith in them,
0: dude. You stick it with I your guess. pick, though, right?
1: I don't know, cause like I said, I don't really got that much faith in Memphis, either. like I said, I was gonna say I said if Clippers him, they gonna gonna send him home, but
0: mm-hmm.
1: if Clippers not the one that's seen, It might be Minnesota that's sends him. Like I said, I don't see too much of that game, so I'm 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 betting on the prospect game from John tonight. You know?
0: I mean, I don't think he played bad. I just think. Um, I was talking to somebody about this. I, I think he just needs to – he has to be more of the point guard, like more of getting guys' looks and shot wide-open shots so they can get going early on, and then as the game progresses and it starts to get later in the game, then that's when you take over because early on in the game i think he had like 12 points in the first quarter he was getting to the rim nobody could really stop him from getting to the rim and he was getting fouled like he shot like 20 like 25 free throws mm-hmm. <laughs> so it wasn't like he wasn't he was dominating like offensively but i just think he has to control the pace of the game and get his guys open looks early and that should really change the complexion of the actual game yeah. I think
1: looking at a seven game series
0: for sure for sure for sure, I don't I'm think I don't think they're gonna just run away with it either team. But go ahead.
1: I'm gonna stay rock with Memphis. Just because I would hate to see them boys after having this good old season to go out in the first round. But
0: I mean, yeah, that that kind of that kind of like, yeah. I I can see That's what you're good. saying. Okay.
1: Mm-hmm. But you know, hold on there. I'm definitely in. That's the most intriguing game of the night.
0: Yeah. So yeah, I I. Yeah, we're just going to move on to the next one. Next one is Philly and Toronto. A lot of people were wrong about this series so far, man. A lot of people. Me included. I thought it was going to be tougher than what it was, but I still picked Philly to win, but good Lord. Good Lord. Good Lord. I'm going to let you tee it off. What you've been seeing from Philadelphia that's made them so dominant in this series so far. Uh Toronto
1: uh, so don't got nobody to pay for them. And then even their guards are small too. Brad, mm-hmm. Fred VanVleet, and, and uh, Gary Trent are really defensive stoppers. And then, top of that, Gary Trent, where the, where the fuck he been at? I don't know, man. What the fuck? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Then they Denver man, John beat and took my man Scotty Barnes whole foot off. Yeah,
0: that was crazy. That was insane. I felt bad. Because Scotty was actually doing his thing out there. He was yeah, the only was one really getting his game off in game one.
1: Like I said, I was at the game. That boy Floyd was in there.
0: Mm-hmm. He was at the Warriors game last night. He's going all over the country. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. That boy been, a lot of money up in that, that six minute angle lot. That shit was too good.
0: How was the atmosphere, bro? Was it? Was it?
1: I'm, I'm going to send you some videos. You can put them bitches in there if you want to. Mm-hmm. That shit was crazy, bro. That
0: shit was crazy. Yeah. I bet, my boy, shout-out to Tyrese Maxey, you know what I'm saying? Baby boy of the year, man. Shout-out to your Tyrese Maxey, man. You should have been an MIP, you know what I'm saying? If you want to throw it back to another video that I made earlier um, on my channel. It was eight players I thought blew up, you know what I'm saying? Two of the guys that I put on there have been showing, showing their ass. Jordan Poole, Tyrese Maxey. So, <laughs> we've been... Mm-hmm. We've been seeing it, man. Baggage Claim Boys stand up. If you know, you know, man. Um But on my end for for Philadelphia, like I said, I didn't see too much of game two. I rewatched game one um yesterday, like uh, yesterday morning. And I really was going in the game two. I was like, okay, it's after watching, it, I was like, okay. It seemed like Philly just played the perfect game. Like they hit all their threes. They was forced to turnovers. They out rebounded them. They did everything perfect. I was like, I don't know if they're gonna be able to do it again. But, you know, yeah. did it again, and, and then um, Toronto's shortcomings are starting to to re- like come to the surface, like their inability to create offense in the half court, and the three point shooting has been lacking, and all that kind of stuff. So that's that's really all I got.
1: Man, <laughs> Raptors right, got, got a lot of lot of shit to get right. They are gonna bounce back game three.
0: Especially, and another thing I saw from game one, I was like, Joel Embiid and James Harden wasn't really getting a game off like that. It was really, in, in the first half at least, it was really Tobias Harris and Tyrese Maxey. They was giving them boys work.
1: The expected, huh?
0: work, Work. Work, work, work. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you thinking it's going to be a sweep, or you thinking Toronto going to get one? That started.
1: I said six and seven, but damn. Like, it's a sweep.
0: Mm-hmm. You thinking? Especially with what's name, Scotty going down. That shit might be old. Yeah, that sucks. Child to Scotty though, man. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Philly in five. I think Toronto will get one at the crib. I think they're gonna have a game where they hit all their threes, and it'll be a little bit closer, and they'll get one. So. Uh, hmm are um, moving on from that series, another like series where we thought was going to be hella close, but, um, <sighs> not looking good. Golden State, Denver. Do we even need to say anything about Denver? Like uh, from my standpoint on this series, like Denver's just outmatched, bro. They're too much talent, too much skill, too much versatility. They're, they don't stand a chance at all. They don't stand a chance at all. Like, No matter how great Jokic is, you, that, that's a buzzsaw. I didn't expect him to be playing this well this fast. All right. and Those three dudes over there shooting the ball. Oh, my God. Oh, my Lord, bro. The league in trouble, bro. The league is in trouble. The Golden State Warriors are coming for their shit back. The league is in trouble, man. They are in trouble dog like <laughs> Is there is there any much else that we can really say about this series? The the Nuggets are outmatched. They when Jokic goes off the floor, it it, it essentially the offense kind of bogs down and then defensively, they're just taking advantage of Jokic making them guard space cuz everybody on the floor can shoot and he's not mobile. As mobile as you would want a defensive player to be, but not a lot, not a lot he can do with that.
1: <laughs>
0: even even if that, I still think they they was gonna get Molly Watt because <laughs> more, the Golden State is over there on another plane of existence. You know what I'm saying? Even with, I wouldn't even try to rush Jamal Murray back for what he don't have no rhythm. He don't have he don't have nothing like. What's he gonna do? Go out there and score 15 points in the, the, the these next two games because they're getting swept again. Mm-hmm. They ain't getting one. They're not getting one. I don't... At all. No. No, sir.
1: I'm just looking at it. I'm going to still put some some hope on my boy. Yo, I'm trying to say he's going to get one.
0: They ain't getting
1: one. Jordan going to keep this shit up every game.
0: He don't have to.
1: Yeah, he do. He's dropping He just had 30.
0: They just just won by 20 twice.
1: But he had 30.
0: He don't have to have 30 for them to win if they win it by 20. Yeah. The first game, he had 30. But Steph only had like 15. But Steph had 30 last night, and J.P. And had 30. He just came up. What did Clay do? Did, I had the game on, but at a certain point, I was like, they busting their ass, DeMarcus Cousins and Will Barton about to fight each other. It's it's getting crazy. <laughs> I'm, a no, no, I'm just saying,
1: if, if Jordan Poole keeps this up for the whole and get the Warriors are going to the final. I, I just know it's going to be one game where he's going, he's going to fall off his mouth.
0: But so – Clay had 21, Jordan Poole had 29, Steph had 34. And Andrew Wiggins had 13. So. Yeah. That's Denver is outmatched, outgunned, out whatever you want to call it. They don't have enough. Um and the discourse around Nikola Jokic right now is kind of it's, it's dumb. So People are now saying, like, how is he the MVP if they getting their ass kicked by 20 every night against the Warriors? In these two games against the Warriors, what is he supposed to do? Sometimes you, you outman. Sometimes you outgun, bro. Like, you got three Hall of Famers over there. Yeah,
1: that's shit,
0: Three Hall of Famers over there. They already won three chips.
1: Who would the Sixers beat them?
0: Beat the Warriors?
1: Where they playing right now I don't know She's playing a bit too But They make it seem like Joel B Without James Harden Had a chance To do something too
0: I don't know That's a great question Let me think this Let me think this what through Harden, Remember his His top 2 his, the best players Yeah That's what I'm saying Like
1: That's
0: what it is well, That's exactly what it is Second best is Either what well, well, was supposed to be Aaron Gordon But Aaron Gordon Then disappeared
1: Of course <laughs> he's supposed to be the He's supposed to be the Fourth, fifth option On the team isn't he? Hey man nah, That's guy, bro. That's
0: nothing spotting he <laughs> that's, that's, too- yeah, that, that, that's the definition Of tough Like That's tough Draymond was punking him In game one and, Yeah Um, <laughs> But back to your question Do I think the Sixers Can beat the Warriors I don't want to have Like blinders on I would say yeah, for sure they have a chance. I would say they have like a like a 65% chance to beat the Warriors right now. Um I it. Yeah. What, I mean, the
1: Warriors got a 35%. Chance.
0: Mm. That's kind of that's kind of tough, yeah. Now I'm realizing yeah. what I just said. I don't know, man. It's I'm going to say 50-50 cuz we yeah. cuz we you got to realize like even even with that if that is the matchup, they both got to go through some wars to get there. Like theoretically, they will have to go through. Go to State will have to go through uh, Phoenix. Theoretically, if things shake out to the, the like chalk, they will have to go through Phoenix, <laughs> which is not easy at all. We are gonna talk about Phoenix later, and then Philadelphia in the next round. If they advance, they will have to play the Bucks. No, I'm sorry, they will play the Heat. I'm tripping. I'm tripping. I'm tripping. I'm tripping. I'm tripping, I'm tripping. They will have to play the Heat, which it looks like they're gonna play the Heat. Oh. <laughs> They're gonna have to play the Heat, um, and that's gonna be tough. But I think they can, they can, they can still beat the Heat. But then they will have to play the winner of the Celtics and the Bucks, and whoever wins that is like, <laughs> yeah. Or I mean, even the Nets, if the Nets win too, because the Nets ain't out of the series. I completely forgot about them. Ooh, you know. Um, yeah.
1: Hey, what is he saying? Is he saying the Celtics
0: just won the city? No, no, no. I just completely blanked out, man. I was just like thinking, like, chalk. Who's the highest seed? I'm not thinking about like, you know. But that's that. That I don't know, man. The Warriors looking real good, man. They looking, they looking generational. Like they trying There's to get really another chip. League better watch out, man. Um, but moving on from that, we're gonna switch it over to the East. One um, eight, Miami, Atlanta. First, before we get to Miami and Atlanta series, um, do you want to talk about that that great playing game that Atlanta had against Cleveland to get into the playoffs? Good Lord, Trey Young. <laughs> that man is a serial killer. Axe murderer. Killer. Lord Jesus. He was... <laughs> Did you see the little shimmy he did after he hit that deep three? Where he made Kyrie Levert look like a like a um one of the inflating tubes with the arms. Yeah, his, <laughs> he hit the little. Uh, he killed, but yo, that man's cold. um
1: yeah. you know, My man, Quentin Pella. This nigga Craig Apella was dunking everything. Yeah, right above the rim. This nigga. This nigga get, you know that was sad that he got hurt. Like, Every.
0: Yeah, even as as soon as he got hurt, I was like, "Damn, that's probably game too." Because Cleveland was still up, they were oh. still looking good. But then, you know, what I'm saying, kind of, Trey Young turned it on. Cleveland started missing some shots, and I I really felt bad for Cleveland, but at the same time, Trey Young was doing so much good that I couldn't help but smile, bro. was <laughs> unfortunate for Cleveland, but they could have. I mean, they they
1: couldn't have avoided this, but they could have avoided all. This
0: they could have but at the same time they couldn't have because everybody was getting hurt so i mean it's tough but those are the breaks going going but this game showed that they need colin sexton like because darius garland was he was going a little bit he didn't shoot well but he was still he was still controlling the pace of the game getting guys involved lori marketing had a great game he hit what seven threes yeah, he hit like seven eight threes. He was having his best game. Evan Mobley was doing what he could. Jared Nile did what he could coming back from injury. Um, but Karis Lavert, that was the that was the deciding factor for that game for me. Karis Lavert. He had, like, some some pretty good ups, and he had some really low downs. Like, he was missing on switches. He was turning the ball over. He was taking some bad shots at times. But at the same time, when they went on a couple of those runs, he was spearheading them with, with buckets and getting steals and things like that. Um, but I, I think that they, they need Colin Sexton and going into next season. They need some improvement from Isaac Okoro. He needs to become a knockdown shooter for them to really get to that playoff level. Yeah. Um, And they still get a lottery pick, so that's cool, right? (laughs) Um, But for Atlanta, going into game one, they got their ass whooped. Miami is just a different dog defensively. Like, just a different dog defensively, bro. Like, Kyle Lowry is a pit bull. And then if you switch with anybody else on the court, you can't cook nobody really else on, on, on that court that you switch it with. It, at any given time, like, if you, okay, we're going to run a 1-5 switch, now you got Bam on you. We're going to run a 1-3 switch, now you got P.J. Tucker on you. <laughs> then you running the Jimmy, and then the only time you might get one off is if you running the Max Truce. But still, <laughs> they're going to blitz you, and then what, you know?
1: That Trey Young bill and roll just might not be the series for that.
0: Hell no! So nah. Hell no! Nah. <laughs> I tweeted that too. I was like, I don't know. This might have poked the bear. I don't know if Jimmy should have did that. He he he. Yeah, he, he should have did that. <laughs> I do it again tonight.
1: Okay. He off that
0: night. Let's talk about this for a second. Why is Minnesota and Memphis on NBA TV tonight and not on TNT? Should have one C? Who's the late night uh, Dall- not Dallas, oh, Phoenix, and um, and New Orleans. So. you want
1: to show us the number one. Yeah, that's definitely the, the of the one. Boy.
0: Um, but going going into the next series. Oh no, no, wait. Predictions. How many games? Who's winning?
1: Yeah.
0: I'm gonna say Miami yeah. at five. That's what
1: you said, Miami at five.
0: Yeah.
1: I'm thinking that the same thing. Five or four? I want to give. I want to give trade a benefit. I'll
0: say he get one. Yeah, they. I, I think know. he can get one, maybe. And it's gonna be in Atlanta though. Yeah, for sure, it's not gonna be in Miami. Yeah. Um, but moving on to the next series from this one, we had the both the two sevens in this year's playoffs. All time great. Um, Celtics and the Nets ended with a game winner. We had a ton of highlights. Kyrie, Byrie Whatever you want to call it, Irvin. Nasty, yeah. And getting to it. Uh, what's wrong with that?
1: Thirty
0: nine. Yeah.
1: After every shot he gets is like just he gets better Whoa. He, He's really that good in basketball.
0: It's like it just fuels him. And then you got the shit talk. You know what I'm saying? The middle thing is like, come on, man. You get that man riled up for no reason and he's cooking. Like every shot, every time he made a shot, it just powered him up even more. Nobody could guard him. Every shot, man. And some of them shots was mad tough. Like, Marcus Smart hounded him. He fading away, barely getting his hand over, still making it. Like, what? How does – like, come on. But um, the Celtics won the game, actually, the way we just talking about Kyrie. The Celtics won the game. Um, And the reason why they won the game is because of Marcus Smart. Jason Tatum had a great game. Jalen Brown was okay. Uh, Al Horford had a great game, too. He had 20 and 15. But – but Marcus, freaking smart. Congratulations to Marcus Smart, too, for winning defensive player of the year, man. You deserve that one. You know what I'm saying? But I, mm-hmm. he, was, he was the catalyst. He hit his threes. He played excellent defense. He had at least two charges that I, that I remember in my head right now, and he was getting guys involved, like, on that last play, like the last play, the game winner. He could have definitely took that three because he hit – his last two threes before that. We perfect, take a dribble, get it to the best player, and they win. Yeah.
1: You know?
0: Hell of a play. But the scary thing for the Celtics is, right? This was a back and forth game. Jalen Brown didn't play to the best of his ability. Um, Derek White could have been better. Um, but um, you know the big factor, right? K D didn't play that well, and I don't expect him to have too many more of those games. <laughs> At all. Um, and it was still, they only won by one point. So going into the game tomorrow, who do you think is going to win that game tomorrow? And then I'll ask you who's going to win the series and then how many games? It's tough. Brooklyn tomorrow, yeah, definitely
1: tough. Probably another, definitely another 5 point game. Mhm. hmm. So I go Brooklyn tomorrow, seven game series it would be depending on what this nigga Ben Simmons look like. When he
0: I'm not betting on Ben Simmons. I'm not. I can't. Yeah. I see. A, I see people doing it. I'm not betting. Even if he do come back, what is he going to do? He ain't he played died. in how long. Yeah. He getting thrown right into the fire guard, and he probably gonna have to guard Jason Tatum. That's what I'm saying.
1: But he, but he better than anybody else. I mean, Kevin Durant was trying his ass off, but you see at the end, he got with with, with that. What about that spent?
0: That spin was crazy. <laughs> right.
1: Let's see if that was Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons reacting like that, that might have been a block. bro.
0: Jason Jason Tatum is really like that, bro. I don't no, he think he's really one of them ones, bro.
1: That's the instincts, the instincts is crazy on that.
0: He's one of them ones, bro, so I don't know. I don't want to play the theoretical game. And offensively, what does Ben Simmons bring you without any cohesion coming back from injury? I don't want to overthink this, but at the same time, you have to kind of think about it because, like, he don't know everybody's spots, you know? Like, say if he sets a screen, he catches it, in the, uh at the free throw line, he's driving down in there, crowding them. Does he know where Kyrie's going to be at in the corner, or KD, or um, Kessler Edwards, or somebody like that? Does he know exactly where they're going to be at to hit them on point? Is that the thing? It's the little stuff, you feel me, like. In, during the regular season, we focus on the macro, but during the postseason, we focus on the micro. And the micro and the details are gonna have to be key for Ben Simmons, just because it's not—it's not just because he's just coming back from injury, but he's playing with a completely new team. It'd be different if he was coming back with Philly. And he already has, you know, what I'm saying a, a body of work with those guys, but he doesn't with these new guys on Brooklyn. So I don't know. The only
1: thing I'm worried about Ben Simmons is his yeah. He's wrapping up on race this next week, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They
0: got enough time because they play tomorrow, Wednesday, and then they play again on Saturday. So they got he got time. But. I
1: know he know how to play the game. I mean, so that's what you just said. Is he going to be able to find them guys? That's, that's his best ability. Mm-hmm. That's if he can't find them guys, open for them shots and shit, out he can't do shit. <laughs>
0: Well, I didn't mean like find like his playmaking ability is there, but I'm just saying like the little nuances like where like where are they actually going to be like sinking into the corner, raising up to the elbow. I mean, not to the elbow, to the slot, going to the top of the key, things like that. I mean, I know he has a talent and ability, but that's kind of like what I was trying to nail down. But um, for me um, in this series, I'm going to go Celtics and six. Celtics and six. I think the defense is too much, and one of these games, the depth, the lack of depth that Brooklyn has is gonna come back to bite them. So, I think that's what it is, and how they're gonna get going. So, you know, um,
1: I make choice. I'm not really, I really trying to choose between neither these teams, but if I had to choose, I would choose the Celtics and Okay.
0: Okay. Okay. Um, it's kind of tough. We got Brooklyn going down in the first round. It's kind of tough, man. It's kind of tough. Ooh. Um
1: sorry
0: though. <laughs> <games hard>. Yeah. <laughs> what about Joe Harris? You can't blame Joe Harris either. He hurt. What
1: is wrong? He ain't played all season.
0: He played like the first quarter of the season and then he um I think he tore a ligament in his ankle and he had to get surgery, so that ain't nothing to play with. <laughs> um moving on from that series we got a couple more. What do we have one more? Is this the last one? No, we didn't talk about Phoenix yet. We got two more. So, going into this one, we got Chicago and Milwaukee. Now, originally, I'm thinking this season is going to be a wash. But, game one was a great game. Great game. Great game. Alex, shout out to Alex Caruso, man, showing the Lakers what they missing, what they could have used this year. <laughs> uh, he was everywhere in this game. that's the first thing that came to my mind. And then on the Bucs side, Giannis was there. But uh, Drew and Chris Middleton, um, we saw this last year where they're here one day, they're hooping, and then the next day they just, like, fade away. And then they come back and they fade away. They come back, they fade away. Um, And DeMar didn't have that great of a game either, and it was still pretty close. Um, Hmm it was just really really interesting. I want to see more of that series cuz I might rewatch the game again uh because it was it was that good cuz I wasn't yeah, paying man. too much attention in the first half. Second half I was locked in. It was a great game. Um
1: going to the best the Bulls can storm back.
0: Mhm. Yeah. Especially in that fourth quarter when he picked up his fifth foul. He had to go sit down. And it was... Kobe White was getting to it, you know? Um but yeah, man. Um, I think this is going to be one of those series where every game is close, but I still think the Bucks are winning like five or six. Um, that's where I'm at with it. Same. Yes,
1: yeah. six games at the most.
0: Same, same. Um, and then the last series, one eight, the reigning Western Conference champions, the Phoenix Suns and the New Orleans Pelicans. We're gonna talk about the Pelicans because they snuck into the playoffs. You know what I'm saying? That first playing game they had against San Antonio, excellent, excellent, excellent basketball. Great basketball. Great basketball. And then the game against the Clippers was even better. <laughs> Brandon Ingram came out hot. CJ started cooking, um, and then they kind of cooled off. The Clippers, oh my God, the Clippers was playing an amazing defense from like the mid second quarter to like the end of the third quarter. Shit was insane, Batum was sliding them puppies, Rocco, everybody, everybody, and they hit unlimited threes, <laughs> and they climbed that, they climbed up that lead, and then, um, you know, Trey Murphy, Trey Murphy, man, the, I'm gonna say this again, bro. The Pelicans' wings are probably going to be some of the best collection of wings going into the next few years of the NBA because you think about it, Herb Jones. Herb Jones is all-rookie, one of the best defenders in the league right now. and He still has a skill set that he hasn't tapped into yet with his shooting. he makes He's a good playmaker. He can knock down shots here and there, and he makes the right play. His basketball IQ is very high for a rookie. Then you got Trey Murphy. Trey Murphy, you saw his potential in that game. He hasn't untapped it all the way fully, but it's there, right? And then, still thinking about wings. Brandon Ingram, he kind of runs the point guard anyway, but he's still (laughs) wing-sized, and uh, he can shoot over at anybody and get whatever shot he wants. And then when you bring Zion back, Zion is a generational talent. Like, (laughs) those four guys, like, bro.
1: Tell us what happened
0: fifty one season next year. Fifty's a lot. Yeah. You it think they nice. you think they getting that I don't think they're getting that many. going to be nice though. I don't think they're getting that many. I think they could be in the same The Grizzlies same. won no, the yeah. nah, they won fifty something. Let me see. Let's see. The Grizzlies won move this out the way, man. The Grizzlies won 56 games. New Orleans won 36. I think they can get into the range of, like, 48, 46, like where, where Minnesota was at. Minnesota won 46 games. I think they can do that because the West is tough, man. It's is tough. West is tough. And then the East, they have four teams win over 50 games. And then five and six won 48, 46, 44, 43. Um I don't know if they're gonna be that good, but I can—I I don't see it out of the realm of possibilities of them taking that step and becoming a team like that, like the Cavaliers were this year, or a team like that. Um, but it depends on what they doing in the draft too, because they do have draft picks. Going up. Mhm. Um. But that's pretty much it for playoff talk. Um. Going forward, who do, who's going to be the biggest X factor in some of this the closer series like the four five well not the four fives one four five the the West four five, um, the East two seven, um, and the uh, West two seven. Who outside of the stars is going to make the biggest impact? We'll start with Memphis and uh, Minnesota. Who who are you counting on from each side to have a big impact if they're going to win this series?
1: me. Is. Each and every one, being
0: a, mm-hmm. Each and every one But if you had to pick one guy, who would it be? Oh, for me, I would say I have to be Desmond Bain. He's
1: not
0: a. He's not a star player. I'm talking about like the prime time, like outside of like Jaw and and people like that. Like, he can be a starter. He don't have to be, like, you know what I'm saying? Like that. If you get what I'm saying. If if you if you don't want to say him, then I would probably say, hmm. Huh, I would say Brandon Clark. His defense will have to be very important on Cat. In roles where Steven Adams isn't on the floor or Jaron Jackson's in foul trouble, his defense is going to have to be really important. <clears throat> and then for Minnesota, we kind of already seen it. it it's between Jaden McDaniels, who had a great game in Game 1, and, and Malik Beasley. Those two guys. If, they, if they're able to hit threes on a consistent basis and give you a boost, then I think that's what will put them over the top. Beasley.
1: Desmond Bain. Step
0: up. Okay, okay. Now, moving on to Utah and Dallas. Who is the X factors for both teams in in that series? In this one, you can substitute a star because Rudy Gobert kind of plays a big part, but that kind of thing.
1: let boy hmm
0: Bojan, he's had two good games. Mm-hmm. Mavs oh, <laughs> for the Mavs, I would probably say Maxie and Dorian Finney-Smith. Those would be the two most important guys. And then for Utah, I would probably say um, Jordan Clarkson. No, no, no. I'm going to say Mike Conley. Mike Conley. Mike Conley. Mike Conley is going to have to play, play better than he did um, last night for them to be able to win this series. And can we stop with, with the Rudy Gobert isn't as great a defender as he is narrative or agenda or whatever it's called? Please stop. They The guards in the wings can't stay in front of anybody. <laughs> and we saw that last night. They can't stay in front of anybody to save their life. And what's crazy is we thought of Donovan Mitchell coming into the league. He was going to be a, a plus defender, and he's not right now. So, that's not good, man. That's not good at all, man. Um, yeah. So going into to the go going back to the East, um, Boston and um Brooklyn. The X factors and those in that series for me would have to be. Hmm. For Brooklyn, I would say it would have to be Seth Curry because Seth Curry is gonna have to give them that third guy that puts in points. Um, to be able to get them to the level that they want to be at because they don't have a ton of depth, or even a Patty Mills. One of them, too, they're going to have to step up to get the Nets over the top offensively because defensively they're solid, they're okay, but there's kind of limitations to their defense because they don't have a ton of size and a true center. Um, and for Boston, 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 I'm not 100% sure. Um. If I had to name one player, I would probably just continue with Marcus Smart. Like, going to game-to-game basis, Marcus Smart, him being the best version of himself that we saw on Sunday, that would put them over the top and win this series in five or six games.
1: He'll be dropping 20-15. and should have said it's going to be hard to beat. Hell yeah. Or the boy Al Horst, of Mm-hmm. and that's how I agree with what you said the Curry and Patty Mills mm-hmm. one of them got to have a big game
0: yeah and then for some of the other series I have like a couple guys I had in mind like when I was talking to somebody on uh, Sunday before the game I was like bro the Miami if Miami's gonna get Atlanta out the way Duncan Robinson got a hoop he went out there and he hooped he got his game off you know so that was one um another one that I would say to just throw out there for for Milwaukee would be uh Brooke Lopez um he's gonna have to be big down the stretch for them to to get to wherever they wanna get to repeat as a champion um he had a good first game he had a really good first game um where else could we go? Some of the other series, there's no real X Factor because it's, like, it's kind of uneven. Like, the X Factor for the Warriors is who? Jordan Poole, I guess. You know what I'm saying? Self-plug, promotion, Jordan Poole, biggest X Factor for the Warriors in the playoffs. You know what I'm saying? Um, go check that out. Um, <laughs> is there... Yeah. Yeah, Tyrese Maxey, too. I tell you, if you only
1: have one normal game, and games are going to be close to I they mean, yeah, ungodly name, ungodly game.
0: I mean, Tyrese didn't have the biggest game last night. He had twenty. He had twenty-three. He's like he yeah, had thirty How much again. Do
1: you for you twenty again.
0: He averaged what seventeen? Oh, I got a computer a in game. front of me. Use your use your computer, Donald. All right, <laughs> the players, Maxi. Okay, yeah. On the season, he averaged seventeen and a half points. So, 23 is not out of the realm of possibilities, like, you know?
1: I'm just saying that's an improvement. That's a, that's a big playoff improvement where right? people up six points. You have after 30, right? thirty thirty six 36 the first game. 23. Mm-hmm. That's, a, that's plus 13 points per game. Two games. That's huge. Yeah. Right now, we don't do shit.
0: Let me and see what... Hold on, hold on. Let me, let me, let me pull it up. Let me pull it up. Hold on. I'm on the NBA website. I'm gonna go to Jordan Poole first. He's averaging 29 and a half, with five and a half assists. Both
1: of them keep that up. There. That would be the finals. Sixers versus
0: war. Yeah. Okay. Hold on, hold on. Let me, let me see what Tyrese's is. Tyrese is at 30 a game. 30 and 30 and a half. Five assists. Which is insane. That shit is insane. That is insane. Uh, Jalen is averaging 32 and a half a game. <laughs> um,
1: that shit is a surprise. What? But,
0: yeah. but the league is so talented, bro. And I was watching one of our older clips from um, a few months ago. And I was talking about Trey Young. I was like, bro, these numbers are getting crazier and crazier. Trey Young is, what, 30? I said 30. He's 23. He's 23 years old. Tyrese Maxey's what, 21? He's averaging, this is over two games, but still, in the playoffs. He's averaging 30 points a game. The bar's going to continue to get raised higher and higher. That shit is insane. <laughs> that is insane. Anthony Edwards is 20 years old. He had 36 in his first game. Like, what? Like, what are we saying, man? What are we doing, man? Like, this is... it's so crazy, bro. <laughs> But um, we're coming up on time, man. This is probably the last like few minutes of the show. Is there anything else you want to discuss or give a shout out to to somebody, something, anything like that? I
1: say, that boy, Dwayne Haskins, the yes, man, sir. I know we we gotta. We
0: yeah. I almost forgot it again. We got. We gotta do. We gotta. I got something to say. Rest in yeah. peace to Dwayne Haskins, bro. Like for real. And going forward, anybody watching this, anybody that consumes sports. Please realize that just because these people make millions of dollars does not mean that they're not people. So, at a certain point, you gotta separate what somebody, somebody as a person, from what they do. Please, it's not it's not out of the possibility to have some sort of respect for people. Please, rest in peace, Dwayne Haskins. You story? The girl
1: the- Girl, I was
0: player, going to USC, she yeah, I did see that, bro. I did yeah. see that. It's so crazy, bro. I did see that. I need prayers to. Yeah, prayers up to her. Hope she's okay. Um, stay safe uh, out here, man. All
1: her somebody her,
0: take her out her career. That's so crazy, bro. That is insane, bro.
1: Hope she hope she uh, recovers well. Hopefully she will still pursue her dream in basketball. Mm-hmm. Like
0: that. Damn, bro. Uh,
1: so, that, you know? What else? I got some more to sit, too. Where's this back? <laughs> I'm better. that's not trying to see them need at all. I, mean, I don't care if they go
0: Oh, I do want to say something else. Okay, um, in the Memphis and uh, Minnesota game, right? They were having technical difficulties in the, like with the broadcast, like the sound went out, um, and they threw it back to like the studio for them to to talk about the game. It was it was terrible. I want to say the f word. I'm gonna refrain from cursing. It was terrible, bro. <laughs> it was it was it was not good. Stephen A. Smith. It was Stephen A. Smith, Mike Greenberg, and Jalen Rose terrible like come on duh. it's just like all narrative based like commentary that's it not talking about what's happening right now in the moment What strategy can you use to take advantage of this okay we're at this point in the game they've hit this this many threes they've been to the line this many times they have this many turnovers things like that that's what's important when watching the game damn the narrative when the game is going on narrative talk is for when everything is all said and done all said and done, once the once the series is over, playoffs is over, then we can talk about narrative. But in the moment, forget the narrative. bro. Narrative pushing is, and agenda pushing is so annoying. Sometimes it's funny because it's a joke, but other times it's just like, bro, shut the hell up and watch the game and enjoy it for what it is. Because if you're not and you're just basing, you're watching it just to prove a point to somebody that you don't even know. You feel me It just takes the joy out of it bro Enjoy the game for what it is Please Thank you You're welcome Um, And with that being said We're gonna close out this This episode of the Cozy Corner man um, And if you didn't notice Yep episode 28 If you didn't notice This is on a new channel man New channel man Shout out to the new channel in the, in the building A Cozy Corner channel Um, uh, We got a standalone you feel me we're going to be posting stuff over here more often. Clips and things of that nature. Um, so subscribe. If you haven't already, go ahead and like the like on, on the video. Do that good stuff. Um, if you can't watch it on YouTube, we still got it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Check us out on there. And if you can't get enough of us, our ats so are on the screen. At Cozy Boy Don. At underscore Kenny 1K. You can follow us on Twitter. Um, and for me, new video working on it now i need to get it out by sunday uh nba draft related man so tune in tap in with your boys man and until next time stay cozy